Hello. We are excited that you have decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook, YouTube, and Roku under the Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street, Bergaw, North Carolina, 28425, every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you would like to give a donation, you can go to our website and click the donation button at www.mtdm.org. You're Jehovah Shalom. God, you are peace. God, you're Jehovah Nisi. God, you are banner. You are victory. God, we just adore you on today. We just lift you up on today. You El Roy. You are God who sees. God, we just give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise in this place. God, every attack and every assignment that the enemy has sent out against us physically, mentally, financially, God, spiritually, I break his power right now in the name of Jesus. And God, I thank you that no weapon formed against us on today shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against us in judgment, thou shalt condemn in Jesus' name. God, I thank you, God. I thank you for our helper, our teacher, our standby, our comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. I thank you on today that we're seated with you in heavenly places, God. We rule and we reign here on earth, God. You have given us the authority. And I thank you that it's not by might nor by power, but it shall be by your spirit on today. And I thank you today, God, as I go forth to teach your people, God, and open my mouth. You have already filled it. I thank you that we have been, I have been crucified with Christ. And it's no longer us who live, but it's Christ who lives in us on today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Open your Bibles, if you would, to a very familiar passage. St. John, the first chapter, verse 1 through verse 3. We want to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say on today because it is Him speaking unto you. Amen? St. John, the first chapter, beginning at verse 1. And I'm going to read out the New King James Version, and then I'm going to go back to the expanded Bible. Amen? Amen? The Word of God reads, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. The expanded read, in the beginning there was the Word. The Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was fully God. He was in the presence of an intimate relationship with God in the beginning. All things were made, were created, came to be by, through him, and nothing was made or came to be without him. You may be seated. I want to talk on today, God's word is the answer. God's word is the answer. 
you know, God has a way of doing things and sometimes it's past our way of finding out and figuring out. But as I was um, in prayer with the Lord, I said, Lord, what is it that you want to give your people? And God said, my word is the answer. We leave out the most important thing, which is the word of God, that will give you what you need. Everything that you need is in the word. This is why the word is the answer. Everything we need is in the word. There's nothing that you need that's not in this word. This is why we have to be in the word. Now, I'm not talking about getting in it when something come up. I'm talking about being in it at all times. Because the word prepare us for what's yet to come. The word will reveal, the word will be, will make known to us what's yet to come. The enemy does not want you in the word. Because the enemy even know what the word does. So this is why I believe some of us are in, in it and then we're out of it. You got to stay in the word. The word is more important than anything or anybody. And I'm going to say it again. The word is more important than anything or anybody. Because when anything happens in your life, you can stand on that word. Because in the Bible says, in the beginning was the word. So the first thing we got to understand is the word was here before anything was here. Before anything existed, before we existed, the word was here. I'm going to say it again. Before anything existed, before we existed, the word was here. I want you to catch it. The word was here. And when we understand that, nothing was made without the word. Now I'm going somewhere, so I want you to pay attention. Nothing was made without the word. In Psalms 90, verse 2, it says, Lord, well, verse 1, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Before anything was, he was, he is. He's Jehovah He's self-existing. He don't depend on no one or nothing. Come on. I'm I'm just going to have to break this that's in the room because some people still have a dependency on man. They have a dependency on other things, but they're not really truly depending on God. Some people. Because when you truly depend on God and you're truly in a relationship and you truly in fellowship with God, come what may, you may be shaken, but you ain't going to move off of what you believe. That's how you know you truly in the word and the word is in you. But the problem is, come on, let's just be real. We dependent on husbands. We dependent on wives. We dependent on the ways of the world, but we're not dependent on who we belong to. When you accepted Jesus as your Lord and as your savior, that means that you're no longer your own. You were bought with a price. That means you are a spiritual being. 
That means that you're born of the spirit. You're born from above. You are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. And everything you need have to be in the spirit, not in the natural. That means you have a father who can. You have a father who can. You have a father who will. You have a father saying it's already done. So you have to know what you have from your father. And he gave us something that nobody can give us, which is the word, the word of God. This is why we got to know that the word was here before anything was here. Come on, we got to stop being slack when it comes to the word. What do I mean by being slack? Quit getting into it when you want something. When you know the word, you know you already got what you need and you can go back to what you already have. Come on, somebody. Quit picking it up at your convenience. Quit going to everything else except him. Come on, when you're in relationship with somebody, I know me and my husband, because we in relationship, because we in covenant, come on, first of all, with God. Come on, in the natural, I know I belong to that man. I know no other man can't have me, and he better know no other woman can have him. Come on, somebody. Come on, we're going to be on one accord. We better know whom we belong to. So when somebody step up to me, I don't have to show no ring. I know who I'm married to. He don't have to show no rank. He know who he married to. Come on, that's how it is with the word of God. When darkness step up in your life, when you know you're not about darkness no more, you're going to let there be light. Come on. Come on, when you know him, when you're in relationship with him, your whole attitude change. Mm. Come on, because it ain't about you. You're born from above. You don't act like the world act. You're born from the kingdom of God. So you get to know the kingdom that you're born of. And you get to know what you have now that you're in that kingdom. And that's what you use. You don't use nothing else. You use what you have. And as you use what you have, God is being glorified. People are knowing that they're not of this world. You must be from another kingdom. Let me tell you about my kingdom. Let me tell you about my father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Come on, you got to let them see the kingdom that you're from. You can't be acting like the world act. You can't be doing like the world does. Why? Because you know that you're born from above. And you're born of not corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed, which is the word of God, which abides forever. See, when we know what we have, when we know we have the word, come on, the word is it's in our spirit. Everything we need in our spirit, but we got to connect with what we already have. So we, we understand that the word was here before anything was here. And then God began to remind me in Hebrews 11.3, y'all know this one. By faith, we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. Come on, the world came into existence. Everything came into existence by the word of God, by the breath 
of God, everything came into existence. When you look at the Amplified, it said it was fashioned. It was put in order and equipped for the extended purpose. Look at that. It was fashioned. It was put in order and it was equipped for their extended purpose. So God had a purpose for everything he created. You were created with purpose. Don't let nobody tell you you are nobody. When you know how God created you, you can say I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. It don't matter what you think about me. It don't matter what you say about me. I know my father created me the way he intended for me to be. And I love little old me. Come on, you got to love who God created. Our problem is when we go in the world and we see some model and they looking all slim and trim and they're wearing wearing stuff that you can't wear, you start looking at them and say, well, God, why wasn't I um, shaped like that? Because they're starving themselves. They ain't always look like that. Look like a pencil. And you want that look. Because they're getting the attention that you're not getting. But you don't have to go through what they're going through to get that attention. See, we're taking our eyes off of who we are. And we're putting our eyes on other things in the world. And we're trying to live up to the, the standards of the world instead of living up to what the word of God says. Come on, God created all of us in his image. All of us in his likeness and in his image, male and female. That's what the word of God says. Some he created lighter, some he created darker, some he created small, some end up coming out big. Everybody come out in a different way, right? So we got to be satisfied whom God created us to be. And when you know whom God created you to be, and you accept it in the beloved, you were chosen by him before the foundations of this world. Come on, you were adopted by him. You're not looking at nobody else because you know in him you live, in him you move, in him you have your being. That's why you don't get in relationship with no man or woman and expect them to complete you. You got to know you complete in Christ because when they fail you, you act like you lost and can't be found come on I'm just gonna put it out there our problem is we love these men and women more than we love God something wrong with that oh y'all think I'm crazy who are you more close to that man or that woman or God because if you get closer to God God is gonna give you peace He's going to give you what you need when that man can't give you what you need or that woman can't give you what you need or your children can't. Come on, some of y'all can't get it from your husband or your daughter, so you're getting it from your churn. That's called rejection. If my husband don't hear me, see me, or be attached to me, then I'm going to do everything I can do with my kids, whether it's right or wrong, so I can get me some attention. I know I'm talking right. We try to find attention wherever we can find attention when we ain't getting it at home. Come on. Some people say, well, I'm single. You still looking for something. Oh, I'm talking about God's word is the answer. I'm still talking about God's word is the answer. Keep that before you now. God's word is the answer. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. God's word.
word is the answer. Look at him again and say, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. God's word is the answer. Say, don't forget that. Say, but one thing you got to do. You got to go in it to know God's word is the answer. Come on, because we're looking for answers everywhere else except in the word of God. Mm-hmm. And let the church say, Amen. come on, we all do. We all do. We try to go to something else before we go to the word. But let me tell you something what the Holy Spirit is telling me now. When the word is in you and when something come up in your life and that word is in you, it's going to come up and out of you. You ain't going to have to go nowhere else because the word is what's going to keep you. The word is what's going to sustain you. Come on, I, in the Bible, it talked about a man when he pronounced there was going to be a famine in the land. And when he pronounced there was going to be a famine in the land, come on, he was in the same land with them. I don't know about you, but if God had spoke to me and say, I want you to pronounce that there's going to be a famine, there ain't going to be no rain. I'll be like, God, is that you? Now I'm still in this land too. But being that he had trust in God. Being that he trusted God more than what was going on around him, he spoke what God told him to speak. And then there was a famine in the, in the land, but he told him, this is where I want you to go. Doing this, come on, God takes care of his citizens. He said, this is where I want you to go while this famine is going on. I want you to go by this brook. He went by the brook. He said, and while you at this brook, I'm going to send a raven. Come on, God, do not leave us alone. God always provide for us. God always have a way of escape for us. He said, this raven is going to bring you bread. Come on, y'all, old nasty bird. But come on, when things is going on, you ain't thinking about no nasty bird. You're just going on what God is telling you. So that raven fed him. But then when the brook dried up, somebody say, come on, when something else is not working, God's already worked it out. Come on down. When something else happens, God already got another plan. Come on. He's God. He's all knowing. He's all seeing. He's all powerful. So no matter what it looked like, God said, don't look at what it looked like. I'm taking care of you. You're my daughter. You're my child. Do you think I'm going to leave you like that? That's not who I am. I am L.L. Yarn. I'm everything you need. I'm El Shaddai. I'm all powerful. I'm almighty. I'm the breasty one. I'm all sufficient. Everything you need. When one thing shut down, I got another. Come on, y'all. God's word. It's the answer to every situation, to every problem you may have. The word has already fixed it. The word has already worked it out. There's nothing new under the sun. God has already worked it out because it's already been written about you. It's already fixed. God know I'm coming in. He know I'm going out. God know all about us. So he at that brook, it dried up. God said, I want you to go to Zarephath. There's a widow there that's going to sustain you. Come on. God was telling him what to do, but he had to hear God. That's why the word is the answer. 
He was hearing from the word. God is the word. God was telling him, this is where I want you to go next. And when he went there, he already told the woman, I'm sending him. But that woman, when he asked for water, she was going to get him some. He said, I want you to bake me some bread first. Oh, no. It's just enough for me and my son. We're going to eat it and we're going to die. And Elijah let her know that that stuff was not going to run out. Just be obedient to the word of the Lord. See, our problem is we look at some things that's going on around us and we act like God ain't already fixed it. You know why? Sometimes we lean on our emotions. We lean on how we feel. Come on, we only human. All of us in this room is only human. When things happen, it shakes us. But one thing it shouldn't do is move us out of the position that we're in with him. Because when we truly know him, when we truly know the word, we'll be shaken, but we ain't going to be moved. Because whatever you put in you is what's going to come out of you. That's going to show you where you've been. You can tell a person that ain't been with God the way they need to be with God because they're frustrated. They're blaming everybody else. They don't want you to say nothing to them. They want you to leave them alone. But when you know him, when you're in relationship with him, You trust in him. You're not trusting in yourself because you know God is still God. So we see that everything was created by him. And if we know everything was created by him, he's going to uphold everything by the word of God. Everything is upheld, y'all, by the word of God. Go back to the beginning. Everything was brought forth by the word of God. So everything is going to be upheld by the word of God. Everything God created, they hear the word. The word is what replenish. The word is what restore. The word is what brings life. Come on, even the plants hear him. Even the plants hear the word of God, the word of life when you're speaking. Somebody had given me a nice plant for Christmas. And it had the the red poncetta in it. Then it had the greenery, greenery all around it. And when they gave me the plant, I said, you know what? I'm going to start speaking to this plant. And this plant going to live and not die. That was Christmas. And the plant is still living and not dying. So I told my two grandchildren, I said, this is miracle two in here. Miracle one is in the dining room. I said, every time you come in here, speak to miracle two. Tell miracle two that the leaves are flourishing like the palm tree and growing like a cedar in Lebanon. You won't die but live and you're going to declare the works of the Lord. I go in there and I be speaking to them plants and I'm seeing new growth come up in them plants. Come on, somebody. Those plants hear the word of the Lord because that's how they were created. You speak negative, you're going to get negative. So I told my grandchildren, don't, don't, don't speak negative with this plant now. You're going to speak positive with this plant. <laughs> so you have to take the word of God for what it is. I really don't think some of us, not all of us, really have gotten to know the word for what it is. The more time you spend with the word, God will take the impossible and make it possible if you would believe. 
That means God is saying, listen, my word is not void of power. There's power in my word. But you got to take the word for what it is. And if you're taking the word for what it is, the word is your medicine. Because he said, my son, pay attention to my word. He said his word. He didn't say anybody else's. He said, I want you to incline your ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them, keep them in the midst of your heart for their life unto all of those that find them and their help, their medicine unto your flesh. I don't know about you, but if this word can give me everything I need, I'm going to be in this word. I'm going to take this word for what it is. We are in too many things except what's needed, which is the word. Remember last Sunday we talked about Martha and Mary. Martha welcomed him in her house. That's the born again experience. We welcome him to live on the inside of us because we become his temple. She welcomed him in the house. Mary, when he came in the house, she sat at his feet Meaning that I need the word. I need to hear what you're saying to me today. Because I know that word is going to quicken me. That word is going to bring life unto me. But Martha was all over the place with the cares. The troubles of the world. But she wanted Mary to get up and come out of the word to help her. And Jesus said, Martha, Martha. He said, you are troubled about many things, but what Mary is doing is needful. See, we got to understand first things first. Why did the word of God say, seek ye first the kingdom of God, his righteousness. That means his way of doing his way of being. Then all of these things. Will be added unto you. Whom are we seeking? What are we seeking? Because when we're seeking the kingdom. And we know everything that we have. Is in the kingdom. We shouldn't have no worries. Worry may come but it can't stay. Because we're reminded through the Holy Spirit. What God has given us. And as the Holy Spirit remind us, that's that sword of the Spirit. That's that ream of word that's deep. That's coming out of the deep. Coming out of your heart. That sword is coming up and you're wailing that sword. And you say, this is what God got to say about this. And you keep wailing that sword. So the word was here before anything was here. And everything is upheld by the word of God. So if you want life, you got to speak the word. Because the word brings life. Then the Bible let me know. I'm just laying a foundation. Y'all know Jesus. Jesus knew about the word. He was the word. The Bible says that the word became flesh. And dwelled among us. And we beheld his glory. Of spirit and in truth. Check this out y'all. Can you imagine. The word is dwelling. Amongst them. And while the word was dwelling amongst them. Everything that was needed. 
the word provided because it was dwelling. And the Lord was saying this to me. He said, okay, if the word is in you and when you, no matter where you go, if that word is in you and the word's coming out of you, every need is met. But if you don't know what you have, if you don't know that you are a carrier of my word, he said, you're not going to be able to release what you have to get what I already provided. So Jesus was down. The word was down amongst them. So it was nothing that was left unmet. Nothing because the word was in the midst of them. Come on, if we got the word in the midst of us, no matter what situation pop up, the word should come out of us for that situation. If the word is in us. Some people get mad when you're talking the truth. Why? Because that's the devil. Because they don't know truth. That's what Jesus was telling them. See, when you don't know truth, you mad because of truth. You hate it because of truth. So I want to tell all of you in this building today, the ones that's truly standing on the word of God, that came to know the word of God, when people get mad at you because you're giving them truth, don't you change your testimony. Don't you change who you are now that you're in Christ because they're mad. That's the devil. Cast that demon out. Don't be playing those games with people like that because they're stubborn, they're rebellious, they're disobedient. That's a spirit. And God has given you authority over that spirit. Come on, Paul knew. Him and Silas was about God's business. That woman with the spirit of divination, which is a spirit of python, that come in and squeeze the life out of you. She followed them for days and she began to say, I know who these men are. Do you know she knew they was bringing salvation and Paul turned around and said, come out of her in the name of Jesus, you spirit of divination. She was loose from that spirit. Guess what? The one that was using her for gain, they beat on Paul and Silas and locked them up. But how many know you cannot contain the word of God? Come on, you cannot lock up the word of God. Remember when Jeremiah was in prison and he was going through. Jeremiah knew that the word was like fire. Shut up in his bones. And he said, I can't contain it even though I'm upset. He said, I got to bring this word of God out even in a dark place. Jeremiah had to bring forth the word of God. Come on, what are you bringing forth in your dark place? Are you bringing forth darkness? Are you bringing forth light? So we see Paul and Silas in that prison. Even though it was locked down in a dark place, they begin to pray. They begin to sing praises unto God. And guess what happened? Suddenly, suddenly there was an earthquake. Come on, there's power in the word of God. Suddenly there was an earthquake. And doing that earthquake, the prison doors was open if you want doors open in your life that has been shut you're gonna have to begin to sing praises unto God see what they did first they prayed the word then they didn't have to go back and pray no more the only thing they had to do is sing and give God praises for what he's already done and that's when this suddenly happened come on God's word is your answer God's word is the answer what are you doing What are you saying? It has to be according to the word of God. You can't be like a windshield wiper. One minute, it's okay. The next minute, oh Lord. 
No, you got to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the works of the Lord. Steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the works of the Lord. Then God said, my word. Let me go back to Jesus about the fig tree. I'm giving examples. In Mark, the 11th chapter, Jesus saw a fig tree far off. Now understand, he's the word. He's the creator of everything. And when he saw that fig tree afar, far off with leaves, he knew it's supposed to have been some figs on that tree. When he got to that tree, there was no figs. So that tree was talking to him. Do y'all know things can talk to you? Your body talk to you. When it's in pain, it's talking. When it's hungry, it's talking. Come on, it talks to you. And you talk back to your body. Shut up. Quit growling. Don't we do it? Why are you growling? He said, I'm hungry. <laughs> so that fig tree was talking to Jesus. Jesus told that fig tree. See, he knew how that tree was created. He said, you out of order. He said, from this day forth, you shall not bring forth no fruit. Because he know, I didn't create you that way. He said, so you got to die because you're not part of what I created. So he cursed the fig tree and he went on about his business. See, he don't have the word work. Ask your neighbor, say, do you know how the word works? Or are you just quoting the word to get something? Because I got news for all of y'all. If you quoting to get something, you don't know what you already got. You quoting the word because you know you already got it. You ain't quoting the word to get nothing. If you up every morning walking the flow, oh, beloved, you wish above all things that I should prosper and be in good health, even as my soul prosper. Beloved, I wish above all things that, well, maybe if I do it long enough, I can get it. That's not how the word work. You quote because you know what you got. I ain't seen nobody, not unless the spirit of the Lord send you to a bank and you know it ain't nothing in there. And you're going to go fill out a slip and say, I need a thousand dollars. When you get up there, they're going to say, well, ma'am, ain't no money in this account. You need to check it again. Now, if the Spirit send you, that's different. That's why you got to be in relationship with God to hear what God is saying before you make a fool of yourself. I ain't seen nobody. Well, yeah, some people have done it. Testimony. There was a lady that used to go to this church, and she went to this restaurant. And God told her to order the food. She didn't have the money while she was there with other people. But he told her to order the food. Don't worry about it. By faith, she ordered the food. She ate the food. And the food got paid for. You got to know and hear God. You got to know what God is saying. When you spend time with God, you begin to do things out of the norm. Because you are a spiritual being. You don't do things according to the natural. Don't get me wrong. We do live in a natural world. We do have to brush our teeth. We do have to wash our body. Don't get it twisted. But what I'm saying, the things that God do, he shows supernatural. He let people know this ain't of the world. This is of God. And the only way people can see God, if you or they don't have their hands in it, and they know you couldn't have done it, it had to be God. Come on, that's what Nicodemus said, right? He said, Rabbi, teacher, the things that you do, I know you, you have to come from God. See, because it was different from what they were doing. When is the church going to line up to God and quit putting the world in the midst of God? Come on, help me somebody. Come on, we walk the just shall live by faith. That means your life have to be dependent upon God 
totally. You have to go to him before you go to anybody else and say, God, what would you have for me to do? God know where you are. Y'all, God know where you are. He know how long you've been in the word. He knows. So you can't fake it to make it. So we see what Jesus done with the word. Then the Bible says forever, oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Forever mean it is established. There's no ending. Settled, it's established, it's firm. It's from everlasting to everlasting. It is not going to change. It is firm. It's going nowhere. Who would not want to depend on the word if we know it's forever settled? It is established. Then the Bible says, that was Psalms 119.89. And then in Matthew 24.35, it says, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but his word, the word, shall remain forever. Everything is going to pass, but this word is going to remain. Who would not want to stand on the word of God? Why did I put all this in here first? Because you got to know what you're standing on. If you don't know what you're standing on, you won't stand on it. What gets me is when I sit around at home and every time I pick up a water bottle and I drink out of that water bottle and I see that water, I bless my water and everything I eat or everything I drink, I bless it because it comes through man. So I want to put God's supernatural on that stuff. We pick up everything, we eat everything, we take everything, we drink everything, and we go on. We don't know what it's doing to our bodies. Come on, somebody. Do we not? Come on, somebody help me today. Anything somebody tell you is okay, you take it. Because you believe it's okay. Okay? But when it comes to the word, all doubt come up. Is it going to work? How long is it going to take? I ain't getting no results. But do we say that when we're taking everything else? Come on, help me somebody. When they suggest everything else, do we just take it and go on and hope it work? But we take it. This word is better than anything we can take. Anything. But for some reason, we don't get in it enough for it to manifest the way it needs to manifest in our lives. For 23 years in this ministry, it's been nothing but the word. Nothing but trusting God with what he said. From the beginning to the end, when it looked like it wasn't going to work. People that have walked with us, I believe they have saw the manifestation of God because when you depend on God first, I'm not the type of pastor to have lines in here to get money for your healing, for your deliverance. And I'm not the type of pastor to tell you, I need y'all to give this amount of money because I'm counting heads. I'm not that type of pastor. The just shall live by faith. That means if God give me a word, 
and I give you the word God has given me, he's going to turn your heart towards the word I gave you. And you're going to give according to where your heart is. You can't make nobody give nothing because if their heart is not into giving, they're not going to give. But I'm here to tell you, God have people, rams, rams in the bush that when people don't want to do, God have people outside of this building to bring in what the inside don't bring in. One thing I have learned, I'm not a gambling pastor. I don't gamble. And what I mean gamble is I don't try to gamble with my members. To try to get the members to do something because I want something. No, I go on what God say. Because the word is my answer. I can't look up to you. Only thing I can do is give you what the word says. And it's up to you to do what the word says. I've done my part. But God already let me know. He said, I am your shepherd. You shall not want. Y'all, I'm still saying God is the answer. He said, I am your shepherd. You shall not want. You shall not lack. Not in one area. God let me know. He said, I'm going to supply all of your needs. According to my riches and glory through Christ Jesus. God said, you will always have more than enough to do what needed to be done. So I have to hear the word of the Lord. I ain't got time to see who do this or who do that. I know what God has said. See, when you put your focus on what he's saying outside of what you see, come on, God always bring in what's needed. I told y'all this testimony before. Many, many testimonies. I was studying in the word of God. God is the answer, y'all. I'm studying in the word of God. My husband is telling me, okay, we don't have money to take care of the ministry bills. And we don't have money in our account to give to the ministry to take care of the bills. You know what I did? I went right back to my word. I said, God, I said, you handle that. And I began to speak the word of God over that. And I kept studying. I kept doing what God called me to do. I said, I'm not taking my mind off your word because you told me you were going to take care of me. You called me. I didn't, you chose me to this God. I didn't choose myself. So as I began to give God glory and thank him, went back into the word. Somebody had called my husband to their office. Can somebody say the same day? And wrote a check for the ministry and turn around and say, here's a check for you and your wife. Come on in God. Good. The word is your answer. And people wonder how we make it. I don't get mad when people don't want to give. I give God more glory. Because God always got somebody that's going to give. Why am I putting this in here? Because I'm being led by the Holy Spirit. Evidently, somebody need to hear it. If you're getting offended, you're just getting offended. It's just waking something up out of you. Because the word is going to cut. Going in, it's going to cut. Coming out, it's going to be like a two-edged sword. It's going to pierce and it's going to divide. Come on. It's going to bring up everything that need to be brought up. Because when one don't give, God got somebody else to do it. This is why I'm telling you, be encouraged. Quit looking to the one that got all the money. Because it can be somebody that looked like a bum and they're a millionaire. You can't go on how somebody dressed or how somebody looked and say, oh, they got a lot of money. Keep talking. Keep talking. 
People look at how people live and say, oh, they got a lot of money. What you giving them their money for? What, what you giving them your money for? They ain't doing nothing but taking y'all money. And look how they live it. Look at all the cars that they got. What are they going to drive today? Whatever God tell me. Whatever somebody park in my yard. Let me give you a nugget. God's word is the answer. God has given us eight cars. And all them eight we gave away. Count the ones that's in our yard now. You can't outgive God. You give away clothes, God's going to stock you back up to some more. It's going to keep running over. Come on, give something and see what God does. He's going to keep bringing it to your house. You get rid of it. Dang, God even got rid of a load. He put another load on you. You can't beat God's giving. Try it sometime. Give 10. You probably want a million. He said, just give me 10. I just got to work with you a little bit. Because you're looking for a million and you just gave $10. Now you're waiting for a million. Come on. You sweating because of that 10. Week two. I ain't got nothing yet. You gambling. God know when to give it to you. He's going to see how much you're going to trust him. We're still talking about God's word is the answer, y'all. God's word is the answer. It is your prescription. It is everything. I'm, I'm hearing that song. Come on in the room. Come on in the room. Jesus is my doctor. He writes up all of my. He gives me all of my medicine in the room. Come on in the room. Come on. You got to come on in the room. Come on. Jesus give you everything. That you need. He's just inviting you to come on in the room. Y'all, I'm telling you, for 23 years, me and my husband have been walking by faith and not by sight. For 23 years, we've been calling those things that be not as though they were. And people wonder, if we told them what we made, they'd be like, huh, now where are you making it, Jesus? I don't base my life on my life on raises. I don't base my life on every year. Okay, 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 honey. We're going to up these salaries up in here. Another year done gone. I ain't got nothing. We don't need to look at that. We just live on what we have and trust God. We don't take from the ministry just to take from the ministry. We make sure the ministry have. Because it belongs to God. And God's going to always take care of us because we're not greedy for gain. See, some people look at you and think you're greedy for gain. My life ain't based on me. It's based on the kingdom. And as long as I'm running my life according to the kingdom, according to the word, I'm never going to have lack in my house. Why? Because I'm taking care of what God want me to take care of what he called me to do. And I'm doing it according to his word. And this is the confidence that I have in him. That if I ask anything according to his word, I know that he hear me. And if I know that he hear me, I have the petition that I have asked him for. Because I'm not going outside of his word. Because he said, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, you can ask what you will and it shall be asked added unto you your answer is in the word 
And if you hold him back, it's because you don't trust the word. Whatever area in your life you hold him back with, if you always been a giver and something changed with your finances and you stopped giving, you will play acting. Because it still should be the same. Because if you trust in God with what you had just because change come, don't mean that you should stop doing what you do. If anything, you should say, oh, devil, I'm going to go up now. I ain't going to come down. Uh-oh, somebody's been going down. Somebody's been taken from God. Don't you rob God. Ain't that what they say? Don't you rob God. Don't you take back from God because of your situation has changed. Thieves and robbers. Ooh, God is talking today. It must be in the room. And people think, who's been talking to apostle? God. And you know what God does when he's talking to you? He'll get you up here with your message, and then as I hear, I speak. Okay, already? Uh-huh. That's just who he is. And then God had the audacity to say, he said, did you know my word will not come back to me void? God said, did you know, Brother Willie, that when you speak my word out of your mouth, he said, when you truly speak it, you truly believe it, it ain't coming back to me void. It ain't coming back to him empty, Brother Willie. Whatever you spoke, God said, it's going to go out and accomplish. It's going to go out and make happen. What I sent it to do, it's going to prosper. It's going to succeed. So guess what? Ain't no fault in God's word. Because God said, when my word is spoken, he said, it is not coming back to me empty. It's going to make happen what you said, what you spoken according to my word. Isn't it good, y'all? To know that God don't take his word back. Give you an example. Oh, Abraham. That man waited 25 years to get Isaac. Come on, but he messed up on waiting. Because that old Sarah, she said, here, take my maid, sir. I'm going to sleep with him. Abraham said, okay. <laughs> and here, old Hagar and Abraham, they slept together. Oh, old Abraham was happy. Till later on, Sarah said, now get rid of him. Now he mad. I can hear. You told me to sleep with him. Now you want me to get rid of him. But God, he went to God. God said, do like Sarah said. You cannot have two nations in the same house. He said, but because Ishmael belonged to you, he's still going to be blessed. And look, look at this. They messed up, but God still kept his word. I want y'all to understand the word. God's word is forever settled in heaven. It ain't going to change because you mess up. It's not. His word is going to remain the same. The only thing that changes is your attitude because you thinking. I ain't going to get what God said because I messed up. It may be a delay, but ain't going to be no denial. Because God's word does not change. It's going to remain the same. So we have to stand on that word more than we standing on our money. Money just get up and it just walks. Come on. 
A hundred dollar bill now, y'all, means nothing to nobody. Because when you break it, you look around and say, where you go? And then you're sitting up there trying to calculate. And you still end up with not. Not from not leave not. It is gone. Come on, somebody. Come on, let's, let's boost it up. A thousand dollars means nothing. Because you look up. It done took up legs and ran. And as I'm talking about it, I'm seeing it running out of this church. You come on back up in here. Come on back now. Mm -hmm. So we got to understand the word is the answer. God's word is our answer. God is bringing us in this house for a reason. His word answers every need that you would ever have. You know, I, I remember years ago when I used to get cars and Every time I saw a car, I would get it because it had all them little digits stuff in there, them little dials. Didn't he learn how to work the dials? I just wanted it because it had all that stuff in it. Y'all know how we women is sometimes. We want it because it got all that stuff. Get the car, and after a few months, I'm tired of this mess. See another one that was natural. Get the other one. I'll go on the lot, and I'll be just as bold. I wasn't saved then. I said, I'll be back for that car. So I come back with the car. I knew I ain't had no money, but I'm going back for that car. That's just how bold I was with no money. Going back with the car. Go up in the salesman's office. I said, where the car? He said, somebody's out test drive. I said, get him out my car. <laughs> Didn't I tell you I was coming back at that car? He said, well, you got to have this. I don't have it, but I want that car. I left with the car until the car payment came. <laughs> Do y'all know what I'm saying? So I was looking to man. So everything man told me they were going to do, I looked for that man to tell me they were going to do it. I was waiting on the call from the man. Well, what you say about it now? Tell me what you're going to do. But then when I got bold and told them what they're going to do, I got my car. What am I saying? When we get bold, really bold when it comes to this word and stand on exactly what this word says and we're not moved by the way the money looks, People will see God's glory. They will see him and not see us. That's why we have to stand on the promises of God. Now, I want to go. I have laid the foundation dealing with the word of God. Now I want to talk a little bit about, as the spirit lead me, the word of God quickens. It makes alive. He said, the spirit quickens the flesh profits you nothing the words I speak unto you they are spirit and they are life John six sixty three. he said the words I speak unto you are spirit and life why because it is the breath of God when you speak in the word of God the power of God the spirit of God is on the word of God and it brings life he said, the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Go back to when God created everything. We were spiritual beings. He created them in the spirit, in his own image. But then God had to make a body from the dust of the ground. Upon making that body, he had to breathe the breath of life in that body. That body became a living soul. So when you speak the word of God, guess what? It is the breath of God and it's bringing life 
to whatever dead situation is before you. So that's why we need to what? Speak the word of God. The Bible said the same spirit is in Romans 8, 11. The spirit who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through the spirit who dwells in you. So anytime your body is going through, speak the word of God and the spirit is going to come in and quicken is going to bring alive according to what you spoke. If you speak in death to your body, you're going to get death. But if you speak in life to your body and say, wait a minute, body. No, that's not our pain don't belong in you. So pain, you got to get up and go now. You don't belong. Go in the name of Jesus. And you speaking the word over your body. You're going to say, no, 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 no. He sent his word. He has healed you. He has delivered you and put in there what he delivered you from. And then you thank the Lord for what he's done. And you know it's done. Your body may be cutting up. But you know already in the spirit that what you have already asked God for is done. So you're going on about your business. Even though pain in the natural may be there, you know in the spirit you already heal. So if you focus on you already heal and you have accepted the word of God in your inner being, when you speak in the word of God, you seeing yourself heal. You ain't seeing yourself dead. You got to see it wise being spoken. If your thinking ain't lining up with your speaking, you ain't got it yet. Whatever you speak, you supposed to see. And the only way you see it is because you have conceived it just like Mary conceived that seed in her, which was the word. And she said, be it unto me according to the word. And she became pregnant with that word, but that word had to stay in her belly until it was time to deliver that word. So whatever word God has given you, it will come forth as long as you're watching over. Come on, somebody. God said, I'm watching over my word to perform it in your life so you carrying the word God said if you believe it that you already got it he said just walk with it you got to see it y'all the reason why we still doing things that we're doing because our speaking ain't lining up with what we're seeing you got to see what you're saying Come on, how many when something is going on and somebody's telling you something, you see it? They're talking. You're picturing what they're saying. And it's becoming reality, right? The word of God has to become reality. It has to become real in your life. The deeper the word is, the more real it becomes in your life. So the word is the seed. And that seed has to be planted in good ground. That good ground is your heart. It's your born again experience that you have already had. Whatever is trying to take that word, you know, it's to see the word, how it was planted on top of what? The road. It was planted on the road. The, the birds came and they devoured that seed, right? Because it was on top of the ground. Then it was the words that was, uh, the seed was put in the rocks. It sprung up because it had no depth in it. But then it was among the thorns. The thorns came in and choked the word. So this is talking about cares of life. 
It's talking about things that we put before the word. So this is why we got to empty out before we plant that word. We got to ask God, what's in me? Don't y'all know you got to cultivate that ground before you plant anything or garden? You got to cultivate it because if you don't, everything is going to grow in there with it. What am I saying when it comes to the word? If you know you're an anger per- angry person, deal with the anger. If you know you're an offensive person, deal with offense. If you know you're frustrated, deal with frustration. Come on, when I know I'm getting frustrated and I may act frustrated, I go to my husband and say, wait, 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 wait. That was wrong. Shouldn't have said it that way. And then I got to work on that to say, God, why was I that frustrated over something like that? God, show me what made me get to that point. Because if I don't ask him to show me, it's steady building. It's steady building. So the word takes care of everything. The word is our answer. When you meditate on the word day and night. When you observe to do all that's written therein, that's when you're going to prosper. That's when you're going to have good success. When you see people prospering for real and it looks like, man, what's going on in their life? The word. Because they're trusting the word. So we have to trust the word, y'all, in these evil times more than we're trusting anything. And the word will keep us. The word will sustain us. The word will quicken us. The word will bring us life. And that's what the word's supposed to do. When you're feeling down and out, speak the word. You can only speak what's coming up out of you. A person that never speak the word and always murmuring and complaining, that's what's in them. But a person that always speaks the word over every situation, that's what's coming out of them. And that word is going to bring life. It's going to bring peace in the midst of that situation. Do not talk to people that are never in their word and asking them to pray for you. They don't even know how to pray, when to pray, what to pray. Because they don't have the word in them. If somebody come to you and say, I want you to pray for me. The first thing you say, what? are you standing on what word of God are you standing on if they can't tell you you can't be in agreement with them because if they're not standing on the word of God how can you come into agreement how can two walk together unless they agree do not touch and agree with everybody just because they can quote the word they got to live that thing they can't just quote it all day long they got to live that thing watch them watch how they act watch what they do I don't want everybody praying for me that's living any kind of way no, I don't want a hypocrite praying for me. Y'all better watch who praying for you. Because if people are not in their word, it's because the word ain't going to be in them. God's word is your answer for every given situation. And y'all, I'm a living witness. God's word works. But the key is, When you speak in the word and you believe in the word, then guess what? You're going to be tried. The devil going to tell you, you still hurting. Your bank account still don't have no money. People still don't like you. But you're going to keep giving God glory for what God said. No, God, this is what you said. God, I'm standing on what you said. And you're going to keep standing on what God is saying. And guess what? You not believing. Faith come by hearing. Hearing come by the word of God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not yet seen. I don't have to see it to believe it. I just know I have it. 
And the more you know you have it, then it begins to manifest physically. Amen. God's word is the answer. Stay in the word of God. Let the word stay into you. Every answer you need, search the scriptures. See what God has to say about that situation. And meditate on it. And you have peace through that situation. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, God's word is still the answer. No matter what, God's word is the answer. Come on, give God a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. At this time, what I'm going to do quickly, um, I'm going to switch up the service just a little bit. Those that. Thanks for watching Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries, where miracles happen. You can join us each week on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern for church service and on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern for Bible study. For upcoming events, teachings, and ways to contact us and more, you can visit us on the web at www.mtdm.org. You can also give a donation by clicking the donation tab. God bless you, and we will see you next week.